0: Hello and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I head JP Morgan Global Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss oil. Um, having marketed our 2024 25 oil outlook in Europe last week, uh, we find ourselves in an unusual position. So, the initial client feedback after the release of our annual outlook on November 20th was universally that we were too bearish in our view on market balances, OPEX pricing power, and price projections. Fast forward three weeks and our view on 2024 oil market fundamentals now screens uh, optimistic relative to client feedback. Uh, While our outlook continues to call for a $75 to $90 price range in 2024 and $65 to $80 range in 2025, clients are now calling for prices as low as $50 next year. Um, This is not to say that the sell-off from as high as $98 at the end of September is wholly surprising. Uh, As you remember, in September... We argued that the oil market was not quite as tight as most oil bulls believed and recommended to exit the market at about $90 brand. Uh, we believe that macro sentiment was close to an inflection with investors' focus shifting to higher for longer U.S. rates and sticky inflation, leading to a more uncertain appetite about adding risk. We believe that $90 uh, oil price demand risks were also shifting to the downside given high interest rates and the U.S. dollar that had considerably strengthened against the currencies. And we also believe that after a large deficit in August, inventories would transition to a slight build in the fourth quarter. So preliminary stock observations from Platt suggest that total oil inventories built around 600 KBD quarter to date through December 1st. Um, still, Brent at $74 is about $8 too cheap versus our model-derived derived fair value of $82 for December. And given our optimistic view on demand next year, we believe that underlying supply-demand balance will not be as loose as client feedback suggests. So the consensus seems to be sitting at about 1 million barrels per day surplus in the first quarter of next year versus our forecast of uh, only 300 kBD. So and we see Brent oil trading in low 80s by March and in high 80s by May. So um, we find current oil prices in the low range of the trading bent and see the recent sell-off as a potential buying opportunity, even with thinning liquidity ahead of the holiday period, given our divergence divergence with consensus on fundamental factors affecting oil market dynamics in 2024. So the first and most obvious difference in opinion is the outlook on oil demand. Um, as you know, we remain constructive on global oil consumption growth in 2024. We're projecting 1.6 million barrels per day gain. This compares to an encounter client consensus view closer to 1112. Uh, the main disagreement is around the outlook for the US and Europe uh, where slowing economic growth and the possibility of recession are expected to depress oil demand in 2024. Uh, we disagree, so we believe that as we move into 2024, we expect the moderation but not weakness in global economic growth. Um, and uh, after hitting an annualized rate of 3.7% in the third quarter, global GDP is highly likely to slow in the near term pulling to trend like growth in 2024 so the bottom up forecasts from our economists see the global economy avoiding recession over 2024 and 2025 and sustaining growth close to its potential pace our top down views from the global economists have placed high probabilities on both a soft landing scenario it's about 40% probability and an end to the global expansion by mid 2025 was a 60% probability highlighting the difficulty in distinguishing the two paths So essentially, the moderation and growth and core inflation currently underway, as well as the pause by developed market central banks, are observationally equivalent for both narratives, requiring time and further data to understand which scenario will materialize. So recognizing this needed time to assess, we expect oil to trade in a wide $20 $20 range next year, not very different from what transpired in 2023. And if you look what happened this year, you know, for example, in the wake of the banking crisis in March, concerns around the onset of a euro recession dragged the Brent oil price, almost 20% lower, yes, to about $72 by late June. Uh, similarly, adding to the bearish sentiment, we're disappointing economic data out of China, and there were fears that it's you know, post COVID recovery was faltering in the second quarter. Uh, but in reality, US oil demand remained resilient through 2023, rising almost 200 kBD on year ago levels, not far from our projection of about 250 kBD gain. Similarly, China's oil consumption is up a beefy 1.2 million barrels per day year on year, more than double our initial expectations. So we expect similar patterns will likely re-emerge in 2024, with every oil consumption statistic likely to be subject to intense scrutiny given that there is no way for the market to distinguish between soft lending and the recession. Yes, the, the growth will be slowing down. Uh, overall, our view remains unchanged. You know, we see about 1.5, 1.6 million barrels per day growth next year. Uh, two-thirds of that growth will be economically driven. One-third will be still driven by a significant amount of pent-up demand that is left. Most of that would be uh, jet fuel. Um, the last point on demand I would like to make is that the pullback in prices should it's, – it's, it's positive, yes, for the markets because it should help support oil consumption and to extend that high oil prices – risk pushing economists into inflationary busts in 2022 and 2023 as well. The current pullback in energy prices increases the probability of a deflationary boom in 2024. So on the supply side of the equation, uh, surging U.S. shale supply growth uh, is blamed for markets not tightening, as many expected. Again, we disagree. Um, So U.S. crude and condensate production is certainly booming. Clocking in at the record 13.2 million barrels per day in in September, including the NGL's total U.S. liquids output surged to 20 million barrels per day, also an all-time high, accounting for one in five barrels of global oil output. Um, However, while the flow of U.S. oil supply will likely um, grow this year by about 1.5 million barrels per day this year, it outpaces our original forecast only by about 300 kVD. For scale, oil demand is set to grow by 1.8 million barrels per day this year, almost 500 kBD, more than we had anticipated last November. So looking into 2024, we we'll see about 750 kBD growth, evenly split between crude condensate and natural gas liquids. Um, we believe that the share of oil, uh, U.S. oil in total, non opex supply growth is set to decline from about 65 percent uh, this year to 47 in 2024. And the final divergence is the view on OPEC's reaction function. Um, the narrative behind our price forecast since since last November has been that global demand growth is great, but growth in non-OPEC supply is even greater, and that is becoming increasingly difficult to coordinate further large-scale supply reductions across the wider OPEC plus group, given the size of the existing cuts and the limited effect on the prices so far. So the market now seems to be not only fully aligned with this view but also extrapolating it further expecting OPEC plus discipline to break down potentially leading member countries to move to defend their market share Uh, we find this uh, outcome highly unlikely Um, given our outlook on demand we argue that there is no need uh, for further cuts where the alliance to accept lower oil prices in the mid 70s to mid 80s range Instead, we believe the lines should unwind some of the voluntary reductions in order to gain operational flexibility when demand growth takes a step down in 2025, when most of the post-COVID demand normalization is behind us and decarbonization policies begin to cut into demand for some products. Um, In essence, our view on demand in 2024 suggests a healthy market balance that can absorb higher OPEC production, but the main problem for OPEC instead lies in 2025, when 1 million barrels per day growth in demand could be dwarfed by a 2 million barrels per day surge in supply, most of that from price inelastic deep water production. Um, so we believe that 2024 will provide an opportunity window for the Alliance to prepare for the possibility of substantially weaker markets in 2025 and potentially 2026 by boosting its production at the time when demand allows for it. Otherwise, and similarly to the Fed's zero lower bound constraint, OPEC's massive effective spare capacity. So today it sits at a historic 4.1 million barrels per day high at the time of record demand. So this will make it increasingly difficult to accommodate further large-scale supply reductions across the wider alliance. Thank you all for listening to the Commodities Edition at the JP Morgan's at any rate podcast. This is our last podcast of 2023. We look forward to continue the conversation next year in early January. Until then, we wish you a happy, healthy, and peaceful holiday season and a prosperous new year. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2023, JPMorgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on December 15th, 2023.